Welcome to Geek Speak Sidekick, your companion to Australia's number one geek pop culture podcast and web series, Geek Speak Live. I'm your host, the geek of all trades, Steve Muller. And I'm Geek Speak's boy wonder, Brendan. And before we get into it, I just need a little, another little disclaimer up on the top. Another little asterisk. What? Now, fine print? What? Are you, yeah, what, what? I'm struggling. Why? I'm digesting. Yeah, I think so. I think I am too. I had Indimex for lunch. I had Maccas for lunch, and I never have Maccas. Yeah, see, but everyone knows what Maccas is. You may be wondering, what the hell is Indimex? No. Indian-Mexican fusion. No. That all translates to food that Brendan can't eat. Yeah, pretty much. Very spicy. Uh, Chicken tikka masala, chimichanga. I don't know what any of those words are. Lamb korma, burrito. Okay. Think about it. Indian food, <laughs> Mexican not. food together. Emily and I have been waiting for this restaurant. It's just around the corner from our house. Yeah. We've been waiting for it for months, ever since they first put up the you know, the facade outside the shop. Mm-hmm. And every week you go past, you're like, when is this opening? It finally did. And oh my God, it was worth it. <laughs> so a lot of curry toots. Oh, good. You, <laughs> you may be having a bit of a struggle with me today. Okay. So the listeners should be thankful that we don't have smell vision <laughs> No. Would it well, be smell vision or any geek speak smell oral <laughs> Any geek speak thing, the, the listeners and viewers are lucky that it doesn't involve the scents that come from any of the geek speak crew. No, nothing. It's, yeah, that's a pretty well documented fact on geek speak, isn't Not it? Not including the girly geeks in that, obviously, because you know. <laughs> but enough of that, man. Let's talk, let's talk geeky stuff. Yes, let's stop talking about my stomach and let's get straight into... What's been happening? What has been happening, Brendan? Nothing. Let's move on. <laughs> wow, that is the <laughs> shortest sidekick podcast ever. Man, We're done. I think, I've been your host. <laughs> <laughs> I think in terms of what, what's been happening, I, I'm struggling to think, has uh, there been a bigger week since we've been recording this there show? There has been. This has been the problem with this week is I've constantly been planning for this podcast, and you know, I'm, I'm writing down my notes. I'm like, "Yep, yep, we'll, do, yep, we'll do this. We'll do that. We'll do this," and it just keeps building and building. And stuff I've already written down, thinking, "Oh, this happened." Yeah, three more things have happened for that first idea, that first topic. Okay, it has been a mental week. So I'm not going to bury the lead here, but before before I actually go into this, I'm mm. going to tell you a little story. Oh, last Tuesday, take me back last, in time. Last Brendan. Monday night. I woke up about 20 to 3 in the morning. You know, just needed to, you know, stir it a bit. Needed to have a tinkle. Yeah, so you threw my arm off. <laughs> nudged you or threw you outside. <laughs> so, you know, got up, went back to bed, lying there for about 15 minutes. Couldn't get back mm. to sleep. So I was just, oh, you know, grab my phone, see what's going on. Mm. And literally it had just happened. Zack Snyder had tweeted the teaser photo mm. of the brand new Batmobile. And I was just like, oh. I was awake. It was that kind of a washed out grey image. It was from the back and with the tarp. Could, yeah, tarp over it. You could see the size of the wheels, and you're thinking, "Oh god, you this see looks there's, like there's Arkham wings, Knight. Like there's fins mm, on the back of it mm. to a degree." And I thought, "Wow, okay." So I posted it straight to the Geek Speak page. You were up. And, and then the whole, <laughs> then the whole, you know, mate. Tomorrow, should I pull the tarp off or you know whatever he whatever he said in his tweet? And I was like, "Cool." So then on Tuesday from. About 9 p.m. Mm-hmm. When it ticked over to being the next day in the States. And now, this has been something we've been looking forward to for a very long time. Well, well, we didn't know. We didn't know. I'm getting to that. Mm. <laughs> I kept looking every 10, 15 minutes on my Facebook feed for the reveal of the Batmobile. Yes. So, nothing had happened by the time I went to bed, about 10.30. Mm-hmm. Happenstance, I stirred again. This time, it was about <laughs> 5 to 3 in the morning. <laughs> Didn't you need- really cannot have a full no, night's sleep, can you? Didn't need to tinkle. I just stirred. And in the little, I was three quarters asleep. And there was a little voice in my brain that, that was probably, going yeah, off. It was probably like, that Batmobile photo's probably been released. And I May threw, as well, I'm awake, mate. Through well, half open eyes, I grabbed my phone, clicked on my Facebook icon, bam. Ben Affleck in the Batman costume. Holy crap! I have never woken up so quickly. I was just you like, "You slapped I'm me awake. so hard, <laughs> right on said, the ass, bitch! Look at this!" <laughs> I, I was just like, "Wow, I, okay." So before I even looked at it, really, I was like, 
I need to put this on the GeekSpeak page now. Straight up there. So I did it. And then after I'd posted it on GeekSpeak, I went you know, back into my home mm-hmm. page for, for Facebook. And the first, I think, five or six consecutive, it was just like when he was cast. Because it, it's from... Photo, a, photo, photo, photo. At that time of morning, you're getting it from all the American pages. Yes. And, you know, the, yes. the time for when they're all awake. Yep. Uh, we should be sleeping, yes, but, but for I some wasn't. reason, some of us can't, but we're very thankful that you can't. <laughs> oh, my God. Holy crap. Yeah, we were expecting, you know, Batmobile. I was mm-hmm. thinking from that back in that teaser photo, it looked a lot like the Arkham Knight Batmobile from That's the upcoming exactly what I video thought, game. Yeah. And next thing I'm at work the next day, and you're like, have you seen the Batmobile picture? And I was like, no. <laughs> Jump on. I was, holy shit. <laughs> How long have we been waiting for? The first image of Ben Affleck, and as we Batman. thought we were going to get it a lot sooner too. Yeah, we thought we were going to get it back in like February, because March. that was before the movie was pushed back. So by rights, mm. we should have. Yeah, we would have been if it was still coming out next year. But with the whole pushback to 2016, yeah, man, this movie's still two years away from opening. Now, oh, th- this image. <laughs> what did you think? I haven't really heard what you thought yet. I'll get into mine. I lost my shit. <laughs> yeah. The Batmobile looks absolutely stunning. It's that it's like a mix of a all-terrain assault vehicle. It's, mm. it's kind of a mix between the Tumbler and the 89. The 89 but uh an SR71 Blackbird. Yeah. Uh like the the X uh, the Blackbird from X-Men movies and you know it's been in Transformers and everything. They've gone the more that, that stylized. Stealth, it is very stylized, but, very sleek and but practical. Yeah. Oh, well, can you really say the size of those wheels are practical? No, but They're I mean... nearly it's, taller than us. It could drive through some shit. <laughs> oh, God, yeah, and it could do it fast, too. Oh, yeah. That was one thing always about the Tumblr, was it looked like it could take down a building, mm-hmm. but yeah, and apart from the, you know, fucking Bunsen burner on the back, you didn't think <laughs> it could really get the speed up. This thing looks like it could go up against an F1 car and nail its fucking ass. <laughs> yeah. But Batman. Yeah? We, we have to talk about Batman. Yes, we do. Holy shit. I'm just going to keep saying holy shit through this entire conversation about Batman. Yes. Someone, I, I saw someone said something about, oh, looks like a scar, like mm-hmm. a battle scar on the costume. Yep. I realized, like, I zoomed in on my phone. That's what I was looking at. It on. ain't black rubber. No, it's, that's the bat symbol. Yeah. And the best thing about that bat symbol, it's a very chunky bat symbol. Mm. The best thing is the meme picture I've seen come out of that, of the bat that that's based off. <laughs> it's just this fat, fat, fat obese, yeah. <laughs> like dying bat. But holy crap, this is the costume that we have been wanting Forever. in a Batman film. Yeah. How many times have we said on this podcast and on Geek Speak Live, it's hard to tell, it's a black and white image, but it looks very grey. Oh, man, it's black and... You can bet the farm, it's black and grey. It's a black and grey costume. That we can tell so far. Mm-hmm. Got the short, stubby ears. Yes. Of a very Frank Miller-esque, Dark Knight Jim Rises. Jim... lot of Jim Lee influence in this costume. Mm-hmm. And uh, seriously, if that costume isn't padded, fuck me, Affleck is ripped. Have you... Okay, we'll go into that. Have you seen the pap shots of um, Ben Affleck on the streets? Um, oh, shit, where are they filming this thing? I don't know. I I don't know. I haven't seen any paparazzi. I I tend to stay away from that stuff. There's been paparazzi shots of Ben Affleck just taken on the street. He's in a blue t-shirt. Yep. Man, he is fucking huge. I'm talking Henry Cavill, Man of Steel, huge. Didn't he have to put that on a bit of a hold because he was doing another film where they needed him a bit more chunky? I'm not sure. And he was getting through his uh, workout regime far too quickly. They're like, dude, you need to hold back. You're getting too big too quick. He is a Big, big okay, man. If that costume is not padded... The, a lot of that is Affleck. Holy shit. He could break my neck with his pinky. Okay. Can I unleash yet? Oh. Just hold on. Hold on. Let me... Hold. Grabbing an umbrella. <laughs> All right. Okay. So, as Go. I said, I woke up instantly when I saw this photo. And this is on my phone. I didn't really get to look at it on a bigger screen mm. until later in the morning. Um, you know, I... I'm with you and seems to be the majority of people. I dig the hell out of it. I looked at it and my instant reaction was that is the most comic book Batman costume, you know, live action costume. I feel like this image is changing a lot of people's opinions about Um, Ben Affleck is Batman. I'm going to get to that. I think when I first looked at it, I saw several things. The 
Bat symbol is very Dark Knight Returns. Yes. Okay. The cowl is very Jim Lee. Yep. The really overall... short, stubby ears. Not those really pointed Michael Keaton. Mm. Uh, uh, I was about to say Christopher Nolan, but like, uh, what's his name? Christian Bale. Even not his th- was stubbier. They were stubby, but they're still but that like really that. kind of long, almost uh, superfluous, you know, yeah. you know they're going to get in the way of a fight. I also saw um, Lee Mayho. I had no idea who that is okay, or what that um, is. Batman Noel. And yeah, oh, yes, 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 yes. Which that, fa- that image that popped up a long time ago that was apparently Ben Affleck in a... In the suit, mm. it was kind of like in an alleyway, but everyone's like, no, this is just a cosplay. Yep. It had that kind of uh, Noel look. Yes. And didn't Kevin Smith say that a while back when he first saw I an think image? He, mentioned he said heart, yeah. there was a bit of a um, Batman Noel uh, inspiration did, did, to yeah. it. Um, and uh, there's also a touch of New 52 in there as well. Mm. Um, it's kind of bringing in all these comic elements to mm. make the most true-to-comic Batman costume ever seen on screen. Yes. Now... Apart from animated, obviously. <laughs> what were you saying before about um, changing people's minds? Yeah. This, okay, for a start, this photo, I don't know if you can remember this or not, but this would have been before we were sort of aware of this sort of thing, but we we know about the uproar of Michael Keaton's casting yes. of Batman. You know, we, we know that the, the revolt... The 50,000 people writing in saying, exactly. oh, fuck, Mr. Mum is Batman. Yeah, okay. When the first image of Michael Keaton in the costume was released, mm. everyone went, oh, shit. It's Batman. This looks really cool. This mm. could be... Because in their mind, they were thinking he's going to be wearing an Adam West costume. Because that was the only thing they had to yeah, go by. true. Okay. This, to me, seems to be the 2014 version of that. Every, all the detractors, a lot of them have just gone, fuck, this actually looks pretty Holy cool. shit, he, he is Batman. This is going to be amazing. The other thing is, the very first photo of Michael Keaton that was ever released as Batman, mm. I had a huge poster of it in my room when I was five years old. It was Michael Keaton standing next to the Batmobile. Mm. Just complete black background, Batmobile, Michael Keaton next I to it. I think I remember Batman that costume. image. Oh, you, you definitely know it. Again... This is the 2014 version of that photo. Yeah. The other thing I was thinking about later that morning, and I was talking to Jess about it, I was thinking, okay, the most comic booky costume that they've done. Mm. I shouldn't be surprised. When you really think about it, and this is taking nothing away from the two previous film series. Yeah. And I'm judging this on, you know, we haven't seen a roll of film. <laughs> I'm judging it on a still, single image. On a still photograph. Tim Burton said a lot of times. Wasn't a comic reader. Wasn't a fan of the comics. No. He made his version of Batman. Yep. Not a problem with that. Joe Schumacher. Like, we shouldn't be surprised with what (laughs) he did because you could tell (laughs) his influence of Batman growing up was the show. Yeah. He made a 90s version of the 60s show. Very camp. You could, after after the Tim Burton films, you couldn't go back to that. No. But I would like to think, too, if, if the Burton films hadn't existed... And the first Batman films ever made were the Schumacher ones. Mm. They could have been accepted, you you know. Yeah. Anyway, Chris Nolan was a fan of the comics, Mm -hmm. but he wanted to make a realistic Batman. Yeah, set set in a world where this is entirely plausible. Yeah. Yeah. All, in my opinion, all the directors have done well what they wanted to do, what Mm. their versions of Batman were. That's that's fine, whether you like them or not. Then you look at Zack Snyder. Now, to me, Zack Snyder is... 300? It's kind of the perfect storm. Watchmen? Yeah. He knows how to adapt comic books exactly. into film. He loves comic book. Yep. Comic books. He has made and proven himself worthy of making mm-hmm. fantastic comic book films. Directors cut a Watchmen. Seriously, get on that. This, to me, right now... Now, I know this also involves um, Superman and, and moving forward, the Justice League. Yep. But I'm talking just Batman at this point in time. Right now... In the hands of this guy, we could be in for, like, this could be the best film version of Batman ever. Yeah. And coming out of that, we could have solo Batman films. Like, yes, we have Justice League announced after this. Yep. But who's to say we don't have Ben Affleck in a solo Batman film? Yep. Well, I mean, we've been saying that since he's been cast. It's going to happen. Yeah, absolutely. It. Well, I'm not going to... I can't say absolutely, but it would be awesome to see. No, we can say absolutely because we called we call Ultron. <laughs> we 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 There's a few things call that we've everything. called. It's going to happen. It will. Mark this date in your diary. <laughs> Sidekicks called it. 
Ben Affleck, solo Batman films after Justice League. Written and directed by the man himself. Yeah. So, yeah, that, that's been my take on it. I love it. It's my wallpaper on my computer. It's my wallpaper on my phone. Um, yeah, I can't get enough of it. Well, you've heard my take. Yes. We've heard your take. Yes, okay. But I think someone else needs to weigh on, in on this. Yeah, now we all know Todd and Wade, the co-creators of Geekspeak, blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah. <laughs> they we hold them in such high regard. They weren't able to podcast this week, but I did catch up with Todd. I was up in Toowoomba yesterday. Yep. And he did want to throw in his two cents worth about, because we all know he's hard on for Ben Affleck. And, yep. you know. So, past me, yep. uh, sat down with Todd yesterday, and uh, we got his word on what he thought of the reveal of Ben Affleck as Batman. Thanks, future me. I'm here with Geekspeak co-creator Todd Bailey. And uh, look, the guys didn't get to record a podcast this week, so I thought I'd throw him a bone. <laughs> and, uh, and let him give his word on what he thinks of Ben Affleck, you know, the reveal of Batfleck. Because as we all know, Todd has a special thing yeah. for, for Ben Affleck. So, Todd... Yes. What did you think? Tell oh, me what you God. thought about words can't. Oh, mate! Seriously, Ben Affleck, how fucking awesome is he in that suit? The the Batmobile, it's, it's a bit Tumblr-ish, but it's looking better than what more Chris Nolan. Had. It yeah. is more streamlined. But Ben Affleck in the bat suit, and oh, it's, they've nailed it. They've honestly nailed it. The short ears, very Jim Lee, like the cowl. Yeah. Uh, the 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 pouches on the belt, the black and grey. Perfect, very comic booky. My only concern, Lowy, yes. the one thing I don't like all that much, is the bat symbol they've gone the, the Frank Miller Dark Knight bat symbol on the chest, which is already on the on line being nicknamed Fat Bat. Okay. Um, I would have gone more the Arkham Asylum type uh, chest symbol. But, but you, anyway, you do like me. his chest though. Oh, I love his chest. Now, <laughs> Ben Affleck, hello, darling. Um, look, I'm, I'm totally straight, but I tell you what, Ben Affleck could turn me low, especially in that costume. Okay, so we're going to leave it there. That was Todd Bailey uh, on his words on Ben Affleck in the Batman costume. So now it's back to present day uh, Brendan and Steve. Well, I think it's pretty safe to say that we're all massive fans of this image. We've spoken about it for 10 bloody minutes. Past, past <laughs> Brendan sounded sexy. <laughs> Every Brendan sounds sexy. <laughs> But I think, honestly, 10 minutes talking about an image, but this is how excited oh, mate, we there's, are there's for been Ben Affleck as Batman. An hour and a half, hour and a half <laughs> plus just talking about a photo. And I've listened to them. <laughs> Look, I think we need to move on from this. However, No. There... <laughs> Too fucking bad. But there was actually one thing that you just reminded me of when you were talking about Joel Schumacher Batman. Yes. Uh, Batman Forever. Uh, sad news the other day. Mm. Uh, you let me know about part of this, the thing that I'm going to actually tie this into Batman. <laughs> yeah. But very influential artist for our day. Mm-hmm. Very influential in the world of sci-fi and horror and fantasy. Yep. H.R. Giga. Yes. Unfortunately passed away at, I believe, age 73? Yeah, that was something like that. I feel like I, he, suffered a, he, he suffered a fall or something. Am I, am I thinking he right or am I thinking of someone else? He suffered a bad case of death. Mm, that's one way to put it. <laughs> but as I said, very influential artist. Well, when you told me that, mm. I know the name Giga. Yeah. Because you know me, you know. Batman. We'll get into me not being a sci-fi fan in a minute. Mm. But yeah, I know the name because he, Joel Schumacher approached him before he approached anyone mm. um, about designing a Batmobile for Batman Forever. Now, I'd never even knew this. You just showed me the image of it. Mm. It is a very Giga-esque Batmobile. Yeah, and they couldn't do it. There was no way they would be able to build that practically. No, they said they would have had to go completely computer animated, and this is 1994. The CGI. Computer animation. You could do it now, but not then. No. But I think definitely the thing he's most famous for in the worlds of geeks Mm -hmm. is he designed the Aliens in the movie Alien. Never seen Well, him. design the alien in Alien and then all the subsequent ones and everything like that. Never seen him. Get the <laughs> fuck out. Of my house. <laughs> <laughs> Again. Uh, you know, you just have to look at any of his just general works. You can see those alien figures in them. Like, yeah. very phallic images. Very, um, how should I say, doorways... Based on vaginas? Okay. Maybe <laughs> and, I should watch these movies. <laughs> uh, loved his dark, horror-esque. It's, it, it's hard to talk about him in such a light mm-hmm. fashion because he was a very dark person. Yeah. You, you only have to look at his artwork for it. I kind of like to believe that in his death, he has found that dark world 
of the afterlife that he's been searching for for so long. Yeah. Not a world of rainbows and fairies. <laughs> we'll get to that too. But yeah, <laughs> like look look at so many video games and movies set in uh, space these days, like sci-fi ones that bring in alien creatures and alien technologies and architecture. So much is inspired by his work. So a great loss to our world, mm-hmm. an unfortunate passing, but he has definitely left a legacy of amazing work behind him. Now, moving on to a brighter note. We were talking about sci-fi films just then. Yes. And you know, I just said that I've never seen the Alien movies. <laughs> you tried to throw me out my own house. Yeah, you're about to get some ass kicking. <laughs> now, anyone who's listened to basically any Geek Speak podcast, even before Psychic came about, yeah. everybody knows that I'm not a sci-fi guy. You should be. I never, ever have been. Mm. And I know this sounds ridiculous because I'm on a, a show called Geek Speak, <laughs> but I've never, ever been a sci-fi guy. I no. just, I never have. It's never interested me. I don't find it enjoyable. And I'm not criticizing anyone that does. I'm not criticizing the genre. Yeah. It's just not my thing. Okay? Now, I've said before on this show, I have never seen the original Star Wars movies. Mm. Tried to watch them when episode one came out back when I was 15. Because oh. I thought, oh, well, you know, everyone's talking about Star Wars. I might as well see what all the fuss was about. Yeah. Uh, got about 10 minutes into the first one, got the shits, and was like, no, fuck this, not my thing. Th- that's a pretty reasonable assessment of the first one. Of New Hope you're talking about? No, I was talking about Phantom Menace. No, 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 no. You I'm said- talking about New Hope. No, you said episode one. Yeah, yeah, no. I Episode I one to- is Phantom Menace. I went, no, I went to watch the originals. When episode one came oh, out, so because Star Wars hype, four. yeah, because Star Wars hype was was back and, and everything. Yeah, because so, they'd re-released them yeah. before Phantom Menace, so I couldn't get through it. I was just like, nah, not my thing. Terrible um, person. But anyway, cut to a couple of years later. I was eighteen years old. The girl I was dating wanted to go and see episode two. Yes. So I was like, oh, fuck. Okay, Star Wars not my thing. <laughs> Okay, if I'm going to do this... Do everything for a lady. If I'm going to do this, I'm going to do it chronologically. Yep. So I went I rented episode one on yep. video. Mm-hmm. Back <laughs> and, in the days of VHS. Yeah. And then went and saw episode two. Didn't mm. mind him. I was had every intention to go and see episode three. Yeah, if, when you, it if came you weren't out, a diehard Star Wars fanatic, they're enjoyable films. Yeah. Had every intention to go and see episode three when it came out. But that happened to come out in the June that a little film called Batman Begins came out. Oh, so you, you were very focused <laughs> on something else. Did not give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> so I've never seen the originals. I said on this show months ago, I was going to sit down and make the effort to watch them. In the last week, I have watched New Hope. I got a little text message the <laughs> other night saying... I didn't tell you I was going to do it. No, no. I just got a little text message one night. I'm like, oh, Brendan's messaging me late at night. There's a photo. Giving me, yeah, yeah, it was. <laughs> Uh, no, a photo of your TV with uh, the scrolling credits from the start. Yeah. Episode four. And I just, a new and I just said, look yeah, what I'm I watching. I just said, this just happened. <laughs> <laughs> and then the next day. So very proud of you. The next day I watched Empire Strikes Back. Yes. That's all you've seen so far. Yes. Wade spoke about it on the most recent Geek Speak Live. You've spoken about it a few times. I've spoken about it plenty of times on this podcast to anyone that will ever listen, the machete viewing of Star Wars. Yes. You watch episodes four and five, because the whole thing with Star Wars is it's the story, apparently, of Anakin Skywalker. Yep. That's how George Lucas envisions it. Mm-hmm. A lot of us like to believe it's the story of Luke. Yeah. So you start with A New Hope. Yep. Go to Empire Strikes Back, because if you watch it from the start, you lose that whole big pivotal moment at the end of Empire Strikes Back, where Darth Vader reveals he is... Luke's father. I'm going to come back to that, but keep telling your story. So if you've seen it from the start, you already know this. Like, But that was such a shocking moment. Like, this, the great big bad of the universe is the hero's father. Yeah. So you get to that point, you go back. Completely discount Phantom Menace. The guy who apparently invented the machete viewing, he watched it this way with somebody who had never seen Star Wars, didn't know anything about it. Mm-hmm. Said, what did you think of Jar Jar Binks? And they said, Who? Your job is done. Beautiful. Phantom Menace does not... It's not needed. Yep. So you go, New Hope, Empire Strikes Back. Leave it on that big pivotal moment of, holy shit, you know, Luke is Darth Vader's son. Yep. Go back to Attack of the Clones. Mm -hmm. It's the flashback. Think you're watching one large movie. It's the flashback scene. Yep. You watch Attack of the Clones, and then you watch Revenge of the Sith. Mm -hmm. And you see Anakin's... Transformation. 
and, you know, path to the dark side. Yep. When you finish that, you go back to Return of the Jedi. I'm telling you now, when you see Jedi, there are a lot of dark side elements in Luke. The way he treats the droids, C-3PO and R2-D2, the things he does, and the climactic battle at the end, the entire time you're thinking, is he going to go the same path as his father? So it's the story of Luke. Okay. So you've seen Empire. I will watch it. You I'll need to. I know you've seen Attack of the Clones. You need to watch it again. Oh, you're I, wouldn't do this the whole I thing. wouldn't remember it. Yeah, Attack of the Clones, Revenge of the Sith. Yeah, jump back forward in time and see because it gives you a whole new vision of yeah Luke. I know a couple of people are probably going to be thinking, okay, you're not a sci-fi guy. Mm. What did you think of it? Now I've had this conversation with a couple of people the last few days since I've watched it. Yep. Again, you must stress, I'm not a sci-fi guy. Mm. The other thing that I really have to put across here before I say what I'm going to say is I never watched these movies as a kid. Look, I, I can tell you now, the first time I saw Star Wars was when they re-released it at the cinema we were, when I was in high school. Yeah, we were like 13, 14. I'd seen probably five minutes of the Battle of Hoth mm-hmm. from Empire Strikes Back on TV one night. Yep. I was a little kid. Wasn't interested. Even going by, say, 1997 standards of special effects and everything, mm. it's still okay, but I I have zero nostalgia attached to these films yeah. at all. So you're coming into it as a new viewer. I'm watching them as a 30-year-old man. I, I Well, man, in inverted commas. <laughs> Questionable. I thought they were okay. Yeah. I wasn't as bored as when I tried to watch Lord of the Rings. <laughs> Because I again, what the listeners can't see right now is the incredible twitch in my eye and the veins throbbing in my forehead. A Lord of the Rings. I have tried. I was bored out of my fucking mind. But that's how are we friends? That's for a different. That's for a different (laughs) podcast. But yeah, I I didn't mind them. I was enjoying them. But the, the downside for me is because these movies, not just pop culture, these movies are so ingrained into culture. Yeah. Nothing, everything that was going to happen, I knew was coming. Yeah. Nothing surprised me. Like, you know, I was actually uh, texting with a friend whilst I was watching Empire, and they're like, you know, you're coming up to part where Lando, you know, Lando, Lando. And I'm just like, yeah, see, this is a perfect example. To nearly everyone on the planet, Billy D. Williams is Lando. Mm. To me, Billy D. Williams is Harvey Dent. <laughs> you know what I mean? Always got to be different. And and she, you know, she said, "Oh, you missed it. You missed that on such a huge part of eighties, nineties, growing up, and everything." Yeah. And I'm just like, "Yeah, but I was the guy who would go to the video store and rent the same six Batman videos over and over and over because that's all I wanted to watch. Mm. I didn't care." The the Star Wars is a very nostalgic franchise yeah. because you've got the the geeks who are our age and older. They grew up, especially the older ones, they grew up with it. Mm. That was their exactly. thing. So they hold it in such a high regard. And there wasn't much else. Whereas, I mean, even to, for this day and age, there's so much other stuff mm. that you can latch onto. And I even said to, to her at the time, I was like, is it wrong that C-3PO just fucking shits me? No, absolutely not. And see, I was worried because I was so worried. Okay, I'm going to offend so many people because I've never seen these films. I'm going to offend no, them even more. annoying shit. That I just want to see him die. And then <laughs> she's like, no, no, that's normal. I'm yeah. like, oh, thank God. <laughs> well, actually, keeping on Star Wars, the it was kind of announced the other day. There seems to be well, rumours right why, now. This is why I'm watching these films. Because of the lead up again. Exactly. New film. I'm like, okay, I need to sort but this out. But it came out the other day. It's still kind of unfounded rumours, but it looks like in the lead up to the new film mm-hmm. that the original trilogy, mm-hmm. 4, 5, and 6, will be getting a re-release again on DVD, Blu-ray, and everything. But the original versions. Well, that's to what people a lot have been of geeks Scream for. Ha- who shot first, Han or Greedo, all mm. that sort of crap. See, I all knew the, that was coming when I watched all, it the other day. All the crap that people have been spewing for years about bring back the originals looks like it may happen in the lead-up to the new film. Yeah. There are other rumours that they're going to try to discount mm-hmm. the newer trilogy, mm-hmm. episodes one through three, kind of putting them in this, oh, what was it called? Not Generations. Something kind of like non-canon. Yep. So we don't know if he's going. Who, who's doing it again? Who's Lens Flare? Not Snyder. Who who who's Captain Lens Flare? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Who's actually directing this film? Why is my mind blank? J.J. Abrams, Star Trek. Yes. Um, I can't imagine they would completely just toss out those three films, but because 
episode seven looks to be a direct sequel to episode six. Yep. Return of the Jedi. Mm-hmm. It would make sense to bring those ones out in the lead up to it. And yeah, look, if you're going to kind of push out the prequels, you're not going to hear too many complaints, but I can't imagine they would just completely go, no, these don't exist anymore. Yeah. So that was a little thing I read the other day. Like I said, they're kind of, it's a bit of a mix of rumor and possible fact. Again, yeah. going with rumor. Well, one of the facts It will is... be interesting to see if they do release the original unedited, un, you know, with all the fancy new shit yeah. and all that crap. Just the original versions on Blu-ray, DVD, and digital, mm. which is what fans have been screaming for for years. Yeah. Well, even I know that. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Because uh, you'd get people ask about them all the time at all work. All the time at work. Uh, one of the facts, though, is uh, the principal photography started on um, episode seven this week. Yeah. So it's it's filming now. I saw something as well. Someone had taken photos or, from the set. Yeah. Uh, like mobile phone photos. Apparently security has been absolutely ramped up. Were they... <laughs> Are they filming in United Emirates? I can't remember. I can't remember where they are. But enough of Star Wars. Yes. <laughs> enough of Batman. Never. What did we do the other night? Oh, we had the um, Arrow Party we, we were talking about. We yes. had uh, the season finales of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and Arrow. Yes. I wore my pyjamas. <laughs> you well, did? I, I turned up, you were like, you're wearing pyjamas under that, aren't you? Because I was wearing my green lantern dressing yeah. gown. You may have frightened one of my co-workers <laughs> who was here watching with us. You made us some little treats. You I told did. me not to get any drinks. I bought because... green tea and green soft drink. Yep. And then I was walking around the supermarket. What can I do for, you know, to stick with the just, theme just of the party? Just a little novelty thing. So I bought a packet of the spearmint leave lollies. Yep. And a packet of green toothpicks. I stuck the toothpicks <laughs> into the spearmint lollies lengthwise. And they were little green arrows. I think I spent more time I'm throwing them at you than geni- I did eating I'm them. I'm a fucking genius. <laughs> I'm just like, ha, ha, take that. I don't think I actually ate a single one of them. Probably not. <laughs> But what, what do we, we think was... of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. finale first? Oh, there was a lot of revelation. Uh, not spoiler warning. Ooh, let's put up we... a little bit of, just in case. Yeah, just to cover t- ourselves. We'll throw it up. Spoilers! Okay, yeah. Um, lots of revelations. Yes. Um, not a lot of action. Lots of revelations. Yes. Uh, one of the things I found most about it was Samuel L. Jackson guest stars. Yes, which I'd forgotten about, which made it when he appeared on screen. I, I saw. I, so I didn't even know he was going to be in it, but at the start when it says, and it didn't say special guest star, it said a special appearance, and so I thought he'll be in it for two seconds. Mm. He was in it for a lot of that it's episode. the last quarter. What I loved most about it was, you know, it's obviously tying directly again, going back to Captain America, Winter Soldier. The Fallout, Hydra. Um, the whole Hydra thing. What I loved most was Agent Coulson was the Agent Coulson I fell in love with from the films. Yes. The affable, cuddly... Wisecracking. Wise... He's just... He was just such a fun character. Yeah. I found a lot of the time in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., obviously because of the whole dying in Avengers, coming back to life, Mm -hmm. that's going to, you know, change your personality a bit. And they've played with that in the show. There's a lot of story about that. There is. But he's always seemed like too much of a hard ass because he's he's the team leader. Well, this is, yeah, you saw him. He, he, he was often gets a... very emotional. Yeah, that's what I often found about Coulson. He wasn't an emotional person. He was just happy, but would do everything. Well, that's and... the thing. In the movies, he was sort of a supporting side character. In this show, though, he was the main character. And there is a great comment from Nick Fury. <laughs> In this, about you just said supporting character. Mm-hmm. Great little thing that ties it back to the Avengers film and why things have happened and why he's around today. Yeah. You nearly cried. It brought a tear to the eye. You actually threw a box of tissues at me at one point. You did. For tears. Tears. <laughs> <laughs> well, it could have gone either way. Yeah, it could have. But no, some, some quite emotional scenes in it. Yeah. Uh, look. I was, in terms of a season finale, and hoping for the kind of cliffhangers a lot of these shows do, really wasn't much. It had set itself up well for the next, uh, for the next season, because Which it did get out. announced the yes. other day that they are doing a season two. It does kind of uh, answer the question of, with after Captain America, with apparently no more S.H.I.E.L.D., mm-hmm. how the show is still going to be called Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah. It answers that question. It raises the question of, are the Avengers still going to know that he is dead? <laughs> oh, I didn't even think because of that. Because it will be the... hard for that, Absolutely. given what it happened. Yeah. 
because uh, up until now, they don't have the clearance. Yep. But I just found, in terms of a season finale and cliffhangers, it kind of just ended the season and kind and set up a little. There was a little teasers to more about Sky's origins, mm-hmm. but that was about it. It kind of just ended. It it ended on a pretty good note. There was a little sad note. There's this uncertainty about a character. Yeah, but yeah, it was just. It was look, a good episode. It was a very good episode. It, look, I will say this before we start talking about Arrow. Both season finales, watching them back to back, as we did, it, it really cemented what you and I have been saying since mm-hmm. September last year. Yep. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is a great comic book show. Yep. Arrow is a fantastic superhero show. Absolutely. But as I said, Agent Coulson, it, it was a return. I think it was having Nick Fury there with him. Yeah. It was a return to the well, Coulson that I loved another. in Iron Man and Avengers and all those movies. Yeah. But yeah, it, it was a good episode. If we're going to give it a green booties rating, even though this isn't a how many green booties, I'll give it a rating. I'd give it a three and a half. I was about to say, I'll go three and a half too. It, it, it wasn't mind blowing. It wasn't fantastic. It wasn't crap. There weren't a lot of fuck yeah moments. No, it was just a good, solid episode. However, <laughs> Arrow. There were quite a few fuck oh, yeah moments. I had only watched the, because the last three episodes of Arrow are set over one night. Yes. You couldn't hold off. No. Waiting to, you to know, we were going to watch them all in one. It was like kind of a mini movie. I only caught up with it that morning before yeah. work. So I watched the two episodes before it mm-hmm. only that morning. So it's all still fresh in my mind, this yep. whole kind of one-night aspect they're doing. Yes. Came around here. We watched Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., got straight into Arrow. Mm-hmm. Holy crap. <laughs> yep. A lot of holies this issue. I'm, yes. a, I'm a very religious man when it comes to my geekery. <laughs> it blew my mind. Oh, man, it was fantastic. Okay, I say it blew my mind, but one thing I found with the two episodes before it were every time they did a flashback, I'd zone out. Yep. I was getting really tired of the flashbacks. Mm-hmm. The flashbacks in the finale, I could not take my eyes off the screen. I was yeah. actually talking about this with Emily. I think because we were watching it in a group, you felt bad if you're like... Because, we, you know, when we watch TV, we check our phones, mm. we're checking this, we're doing that. Because we're in a social environment, it's like you're in the cinema. Yeah. You are more focused on it. You and I kept making little cheeky comments. Ooh, yeah, about we did. <laughs> the, the flashbacks, going back to the island, and finally the story of uh, Oliver and Slade. Slade that The whole culmination yeah. of all of that, I was gripped. Oh, it was fantastic. I could not take my eyes off the screen. The action in this episode was amazing because you've got a lot of people for him to kick the crap out of. All the characters they brought in to help him. Oh, League of Assassins. Oh, I forgot. I completely forgot Mr. about that. Mr. Al Ghul. And, uh, you know, Roy finally, you know, coming back to With him. a mask. With a... Oh, <laughs> I just... I'm just going to let you take over for a bit. I, I've, just, I've just pitched a tent. <laughs> <laughs> um, there was some developments there with his relationship with Felicity. Mm. Uh, oh, man. We won't ruin too much about it, but it, it, was, it was a fantastic season finale. Now... I am going to, again, we have put the spoiler warning out, so forgive me for what I'm about to say. Mm. There was a part at the end of, the, I'm talking very end of the episode, where he takes Slade yep. to a prison. Yeah. Because you see them confront one another, and then mm-hmm. they cut to sort of other things wrapping up. And you're like, yep. well, what, what happened with Slade and Oliver? Yeah. It cuts to Oliver has taken Slade to a prison. Mm. You don't know where the prison is. You see the Argus All Seen Eye logo on and it. And straight away, I've just gone. <gasps> <laughs> you started hyperventilating, going, I know what this is. I know what this is. I can't think of what it is, but I know what this is. I had a complete metal blank. And then straight away, I was just like, it's Supermax. <laughs> Which you told me was it apparently a um, proposed it was film or a something? A film years that was ago. in early development years ago. It was Green Hour Escape from Supermax. It was about him. I, I can't remember exactly, but it was him leaving, or trying to escape from this prison Supermax with, you know, Villain, whatever. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And it's the, so they have brought Supermax in to the Arrow universe. Mm. Where they set it up too is a kind of nice little. Because mm. how this episode ended was it. Because what has happened in these flashbacks is kind of ties up the island story, but that's only been two years on the it's island. Got three more to go. He was on there for five. Well, we won't spoil that. We're part. not spoiling this, but there is a thing at the end which will obviously lead into all the flashbacks that will be happening in season three. And what happened after he very well could have 
you know, mm-hmm. got off this island. Yep. Why the fuck did he not come home? We well, we're leading into a lot. Now, you've been talking a lot about flashbacks yes. in the Arrow mm. episode. What else came out of the Arrow season finale in terms of flash? Yes, what happened to <laughs> Air during the finale? Yes, well... Little teaser. <laughs> a little teaser a hit. little teaser that we've been waiting on, because last issue we spoke about Gotham being picked up for a series. And we were waiting to hear what would happen with The Flash. Since then, uh, Gotham has actually had a bit of a five-minute look come we, out. Yeah, we had the trailer. It was about two minutes. There's been yep. a five-minute first look where you, you see more scenes and there's words from the creators. Yep, yep. During the Arrow finale, mm-hmm. teaser for The Flash, Flash, because it was announced the other day, it has been picked up. It was up. picked up. For a season mm-hmm. with the CW. Yep. Coming this fall, which is, is that when Arrow will be back or? Should it... be. Well, that's our, it's mm. our spring. So, yeah. Yeah. September, October. Great little teaser that incorporates Oliver. Yeah, it was, he was playing into the whole Green Arrow thing. He's yep. out in the woods doing archery training, pulls back the bow, and I'm just like, I know what's going to happen. Yep. Let's see Arrow there, go. There's bits of lightning here yeah. and there. Yeah, let's see Arrow go. Goes into slow motion. Here comes Barry in the Flash costume running beside it. Plucks it out of the air before it hits the target. And just show Ollie's off. just show off. Now, and you didn't know there was a part after all the announcement of, you know, hashtag don't blink and stuff. Mm-hmm. He then pulls out three arrows. Loads them in the bow. Like, flash is like game on. The following day. Now, this is going back to what oh. I was saying, like planning for this podcast. It's like, yeah. oh, sweet. We can talk about the arrow flash teaser. Has been the flash teaser. Up. Well, no. Flash has been picked up for a season. Mm-hmm. Then it was the flash teaser. Mm-hmm. Then they brought out a five-minute first look, like a big five-minute trailer. It's a five-and-a-half-minute trailer. Weather Wizard. <sighs> Holy crap. The special effects in this, the stuff that they're bringing in. Because It's a CW show. Can I just remind people of that? Yeah. Arrow has always been kind of cemented with the whole Dark Knight trilogy world mm-hmm. in, a, in that sense, like very realistic. Yep. You know, you've got some people with, you know, they've got abilities, but it's more, you know, it's hand-to-hand real- combatants. It's, yeah. it's more realistic. This is bringing in, when they keep using the word metahuman, yep. and it's all coming out of the, uh, col- the I was about to say Hadron, but it's not the Hadron, the super collider accident that created the Flash in Arrow, mm-hmm. that's having some repercussions on the world, yes. it seems. Yes. So we're seeing a rise of metahumans, and in this trailer, there's a lot of focus on Weather Wizard. Yes, and there's also a little glimpse of what looks to be Reverse Flash. Yes, going into the story, which they did with the comics, like Barry has always wondered who killed his Mm mum. He went back in time, found it was Reverse Flash, fixed it, created... (laughs) Shit went wrong. Shit went wrong with Flashpoint, fixed that, we got the new 52. So they seem to be bringing a lot of these comic element stories. Can I I just say... in In all that lightning, you see the yellow silhouette of Professor Zoom, Mm. aka Reverse Flash... Can I just say, with, after seeing this five and a half minute trailer and after seeing two seasons of Arrow, if they do not, I know this is a, it's, it's mixed of people's opinions, but in my honest to God opinion, if they do not work these two characters into this, this newly announced official DC cinematic universe, yep. I think it's a massive lost opportunity. Yeah. The, the, the world they're setting up. It's already there. A lot of, it, it has been in Arrow before. But in Flash, where they're testing his abilities, where are they doing it? Ferris Air. Yep. Yep. Yes, you've always got all these, you know, uh, Easter eggs and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Could they lead into, with the rise of metahumans, yep. could they lead to Green Lantern? I don't know. If they do, holy crap. I mean, you've already got, Flash is one of the founding members of the Justice League. Mm-hmm. Green Arrow is, you know, a comes supporter. in and out supporter. I mean, you've got two established characters already there that audiences seem to love. Use them. And Use them. If you're doing Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman, Cyborg in a movie, yeah. you've already got these two. It saves you having to do that in yeah. in the film. And it's Just not, bring them in. It's not the mid-90s, you know, 80s, 90s anymore where it's like, oh, but they're a TV actor. No. That Just does, look I at mean, True Detective okay. with film. Like... TV, people are finding it's easier. Well, not easier, but they can do more TV with TV. TV is cinematic than quality these days. Yeah. I mean, yes, okay. Look but, at Fargo. I've been watching Fargo. It's got Martin Freeman yeah. and Colin Hanks and all this. It's cinematic TV. Billy True Bob Detective. Um, Woody Harrelson and my, uh, Matthew McConaughey. Yeah. They're looking at TV because they can knock out a series mm-hmm. in half the time it would take to do one, one and a half hour, two hour film. Yeah. 
you can. I, I'm not saying that you know the Justice League film is going to look like the TV shows no. because of course it's going to have a bigger budget. Yeah. My point is, there's no such thing as a difference between a TV actor and a film actor these days. It's it's tra- uh, transferable. Uh, yeah. Whatever you want to call it. So, just do it for the love of God. Do it. But speaking of those TV shows, mm-hmm. a couple of other ones got picked up. <laughs> Dude, we are gonna, we're oh. going to have to do two podcasts next year. Just to be, one is going to be purely about television. <laughs> the rest is going to be everything else, or else our podcasts are going to go for two fucking hours. Well, iZombie got picked up for a season. It did. Constantine got picked up for a season, which we just watched the trailer before. I hadn't had a chance to watch the trailer. We watched it together. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you this: people had been kind of worried about Constantine because of the Keanu Reeves film from a few years ago. Yes, the the story based on the Hellblazer comic. Yep. yep. Let me tell you now. This is not the Keanu Reeves film. No. It is nothing like it. I enjoyed that film, but I know for fans of Hellblazer, it was a fucking hot mess. Mm. I I watched this trailer. When you've got blonde in a trench coat saying bollocks in the trailer, <laughs> yeah. you know you're on the right path. The only thing John was missing was the cigarette. Yeah. I, I watched this thing and I turned to you and I just like... This is NBC trying to combat The Walking Dead, hey? Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> you can tell. It's obviously supernatural elements and everything. It's very, I don't want to say gory, but... It, it, it's... Yeah, to a degree, yes. Think I don't of, know. Think of Supernatural, yeah, the show. It's except... Got, it's, but comic not, book. Yeah, except, and probably aim for, I don't know, maybe would you say an older audience? For the readers of Hellblazer, probably. Mm. Like, I've never read it myself. The most I've read of John Constantine is when like he's appeared in, when they did Brightest Day. Yep. And all the after effects of that in the comics and, you know, when he appears in, uh, like, Trinity War mm-hmm. and stuff like that with Justice League. I've never been a Hellblazer reader. I've never read no, an I, issue I of Hellblazer. The character, really. But from what I do know about the character, that show that is it. spot on. <laughs> that was it. It, As I said, the only thing he was missing was the cigarette, and I think it's because it's NBC and all the, you know. I'm pretty sure he had the cigarette. I can't remember seeing it. No, one. he did. He I'm did? T- yeah, he did. I must be going blind, <laughs> says the man in glasses. Yeah. Uh, I Zombie, as I said, got picked up as well. We saw a first look at Gotham. Yes. Uh, Shield, second season. And um, but also, speaking of Shield... Something we talked about months ago. On the Blu-ray for Iron Man 3 was the Agent Carter special. We talked about this on our play date. Oh, did we? It was. It was our play date episode. That was the issue. one that has um, Peggy Carter, mm-hmm. who... Going back to Captain America, Winter Soldier, Mm. they announced Agent 13. She only had the name Sharon. Mm -hmm. They never said Carter. No. Who Sharon Carter is, Peggy Carter's, you know, daughter. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, But uh, mm -hmm. anywho, getting sidetracked, (laughs) Agent Carter looks like it's going to be a series. Yeah, which I'm assuming will touch on the origins of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah, because she was one. It came up in Winter Soldier. She was one of the founding members of S.H.I.E.L.D. Which, I guess, announcing it now, given that we all know the Hydra ties and everything, Mm. I guess they couldn't announce this show before that because that's going to have to tie in. But they will have. You'll obviously tie in the Hydra elements to it all. The computer from the Uh, start in Captain um, America? What was it? uh, Arnim Zola. Yeah. I loved how they did that. The camera on the the computer was the same camera he's always had on his head in the comics. Yep. So well done. But yeah, it'll be interesting to see if they do the Hydra elements like while she, these guys are creating S.H.I.E.L.D., You'll also see the Hydra people trying to infiltrate. Look, I'm interested to see it. Uh, if if mm. only for Hayley Atwell every week, <laughs> I'm happy to see it. But holy crap! If this comes out when you know Shield comes back, Arrow comes back, uh, you know Constantine, Gotham, Flash, if ever all Marvel shows, we don't, still don't know when they're going to drop. But if these things are dropping at the same time. Mm-hmm. Oh, I could be wrong. Are but we I, going to be able to do anything except watch TV? I could be wrong, but I think it may have come out that Agents of Shield is getting bumped back an hour. Agent Carter is going to lead, and then Agents of Shield will be straight after. Oh, I could be wrong, okay. but I'm sure I heard that. Look, but I'm just talking about what month it comes out of. We're going to be <laughs> so. Look, I can probably. I can tell you now. So many comic shows coming out. I can tell you now. I won't be watching Eye Zombie, and I won't be watching Constantine. I pro- I'll, I'll give Eye Zombie a go. Not my thing. I've I'm never read the them books. Up to you. <laughs> Constantine, I will definitely watch. Gotham, Flash. Um, oh shit, I'm lost already. Gotham, <laughs> Flash. <laughs> Agent Carter and Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., I'm in. Yeah, definitely. Look, I know I've said it a lot, this issue, but holy shit. (laughs) Holy shit. (laughs) How much 
do we have to talk about? There's There's been a lot to get through and there's a lot still to get we through. We said it at the start of this issue. It has been a big week. It has been. It has been an incredible week. We've had so much to talk about and we're barely halfway through. We did spend 10 minutes talking about Ben Affleck as Batman. I could go for another 20. <laughs> but it was it. worth it. <laughs> So I think we're going to have to put a pin in it. Yes. There is no way we're going to be able to fit in everything that has happened this week on top of the inaugural sidekick showdown. But we won't make it a giant-sized issue. No, I don't think we'll make it giant-sized. Usually with the giant size, we've done the two over the fortnight, like one a week. I reckon we still get this up two in one week. Why don't we make it a prestige format? Oh, I like that. Prestige format, Geek Speak Sidekick. <laughs> you get your two parts in the same week. Mm-hmm. But yes, we are going to have to put a pin in it because, look, I, I, I'm looking at the time. We are not going to be able to get in everything we want. Unless the listeners one. want to sit down for three hours in one hit. <laughs> well, up to you guys. <laughs> no, no, we wouldn't do that to you. We know you need to take a break. I need to take a break. I'm still digesting. And <laughs> you may not have heard it, but Brendan has smelt it. <laughs> the Indy Max burps coming his way. Yeah. I, I need to take a break. I need to catch my breath. We have so much to talk about. We have the sidekick showdown. So how about we get that in part two of this prestige format, Geek Speak Sidekick. What do you reckon? Let's do it. Absolutely. Well, until that part goes up, head along to the Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash geekspeaktv for all your Geekspeak needs. Follow us on Twitter at geekspeakau. Send us an email, geekspeakau at gmail.com. And check out all the videos at youtube.com forward slash geekspeakaustralia. Until part two of this prestige format Geekspeak sidekick, which should be in a few days. I've been your host, the Geek of All Trades, Steve Muller. And I'm Geekspeak's boy wonder, Brendan. Geek out for now!